Rich, why are we here? Well, that's a bigger question, isn't it? I think we're here to record a podcast called Track Changes. We sure are. For Postlight. What's Postlight? Postlight is a... Uh, product studio. Product studio that builds technology products. Designs and builds and ships stuff. We do lots of events. You should check out our website, postlight.com. You yes. should subscribe to our newsletter, trackchanges.medium.com. Oh, you know what? We should also tell people who we are. Rich Ziotti. Paul Ford. So, you know, let's talk briefly, but let's talk briefly about something kind of fascinating that yeah. just happened, which is that for almost $5 billion, yes. Verizon, little company, yes. bought Yahoo. It's, so it, let's talk about- Who did Verizon acquire? Yahoo. 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 Yeah, okay. So, Continue. Okay. Riddle me this. Verizon is what? What is Verizon? Verizon is mainly a mobile- Actually, television and it's a media distribution company. So it spins out from the old telephone company in the 80s, right? Yep. So it's like a network company, really. It's a network company, cellular service and television with Fios. Okay, so that's the thing that it does. It, yes. it, has, it has wires that connect people and mm-hmm. other things. And, and it, a wireless network. And a wireless network. Yes. And it, because it has those wires, it can put things through the wires that people might want to look at or listen to, including conversations with each other. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, we're, we're geeks, so we like to customize stuff. We know how to get junk out of our way, but there's a lot of people who just take the default. Right. You so go, when they get that phone from, that Android phone from the Verizon uh, storefront, uh, there's stuff already on that phone. Right. And this has been something that's going on for a long time. They put software on the telephone. It's sort of the modern day homepage. Right, it's, right. It's when you first load uh, and you open that phone, there's going to be a couple of icons on there that you could probably get rid of if you were really tidy about things, but they're going to they're gonna be in front of you. One of my favorite, I was with AT&T for a while and they had an electronic wallet program. Do you remember this at all? No. It was called ISIS. Oh, boy. Yeah, and so... I-S-I-S? Oh, yeah. It was just called ISIS, which is like having an app called Nazi Party that's supposed to be used for a while. (laughs) And um, so they renamed it. I can't remember what they called it. It's like, you know, AT&T e-wallet or something like that. And and that's because it's already preloaded and built in, and that's a big, big, big advantage versus going to an app store and getting something and setting Uh, it up. The irony is it's always such bad software, though. Like, you figure... It is always terrible software. And you're desperate to erase it, and they... They make yeah. it really hard. Apple's good at that. Like you get the built-in Apple software; it's kind of great, you know. It's like, Apple's. Yeah. That's its value prop, right? But you think your AT and T or your Verizon or whatever, you should be able to make some pretty good stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. It's really usually very chromey and just you know what messy remi- looking. Oh, it's just you rough. know what default Verizon or default cell phone company software reminds me of printer drivers. Or like a scanner driver where you get it and it, it's like 680 megs and all yeah, the, all the windows. All windows. Like the close button is in the middle of the screen yeah. and instead of on the it's, title bar and yeah. stuff like that. It's a lot of customized stuff. But the, the point being that these are network companies that run wires and do cellular things, but they're in the software business. They might make their own switches or stuff. I don't really know, but they're in the um, – they distribute – Android phones by Samsung or LG, they distribute iPhones, and they put their software on it in order to get more value out of their network. You know, we're touching on something, by the way. I I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I would bet it's a fact that Apple won't let them do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have a Verizon app pre-installed on an iPhone. 
I can't I think remember. That's true because I've never seen it. I think you're probably right. I think with Android, the story is quite different. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a free for all. It's sort of like Windows. You remember, you used to Windows used to come with, and this all ties in. It used to come with AOL. Yeah. Built in, right? They had a deal yeah. with AOL. Microsoft yeah. did, and it was hard as hell to erase that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You'd start up your new Pentium 486. And it was in there. And whatever. It was soldered into the screen. I guess the 486 was a 486. Pentium came yeah. later. Okay. Um, so Verizon acquires Yahoo because, you know, that's a great. Well, they already bought one big thing called AOL. That's right. Which is interesting, too. Like Matt Turk on, on Twitter pointed out that this is a big New York City company. Like AOL is in the former John mm-hmm. Wanamaker building. It's actually very close to where we're recording here. And, uh, a little bit south of us. Verizon is as New York City a company as, as it can get. It's spun out of the, or, you know, this area has big office in Jersey too, but it's spun out of, you know, the old Bell system, which was also headquartered here. Like it's Telephone deep, systems. Deep yeah. roots yeah. In, in the city. And For so sure. so we know what Verizon is. It's a wiring company that, that connects people. We, what's AOL? AOL, I think the majority of AOL's business today is still people who just don't notice the monthly fee on their bill. The majority of their profit, right? The majority, majority of their profit is, I think... At AOL.com. Yeah, is um, people who have, are still subscribed to AOL, and it's still 20 bucks a month. Like, if you told them, hey, you really should cancel this, they probably wouldn't even feel it if they canceled it. But there's still a lot of people who just still keep millions of people. Bill. Okay, yeah. so that actually means... probably holding on to email addresses. I'm guessing. Sure. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think anybody. I don't think they even provide internet anymore. They used to be the internet provider. So that makes actually a ton of sense for Verizon to buy that. Yeah. So that's that makes like, hey, they provide services. We'll get you on the internet. We do all sorts of extra internet things like FiOS. We're gonna we can upsell all those people. That's, You've got a, yeah. But a heck of a list. But AOL does other stuff too. It perceives itself also as a media company. Yes. And so they have properties. Probably the best known is the Huffington Post. Yep. They have content. Another one is TechCrunch, right? Yes. And so the deal there is that you you make the money because you can't charge people for web content. Right. There's some exceptions. Like TechCrunch has a thing called Crunchbase that used to be open. They've now uh, shut a lot of it down, and you can pay to access historical information about yeah. .coms. It's quite expensive. So there are certain things that people will pay for in terms of content, but the real money in content is Advertising. Yes. So the way I think about this, Rich, is that you you basically are kind of selling rectangles. You have this big rectangle that people like to look at on their phone and the browser or whatever, and you're selling rectangles inside of that rectangle that other people can put ads in. Yep. And the thing is, is we think about media as sort of being based on like print, right? Like it, it still feels that way, like a web page, right? Yeah. And a banner ads inside. Page. The reality is all this stuff is really 100% software at this point. Yes. I could make my banner ad, it could be a word processor. And yeah. I could you, I could run Microsoft Word in a banner ad. Yeah. We choose not to. Instead, we choose to say like, isn't Menon a good brand for, for your well, smell? Well, they sniff out, Rich is a, a male. That's right. And he lives in New York. And Good so far. He tends to visit these types of sites mm-hmm. around food and fashion and news and whatnot. Non-incognito mode. Non-incognito mode. And a particular profile is drawn and a particular target set of advertising. The more targeted the advertising, the higher the value. That's right. So uh, if I can tell so, you definitively that here's a person who has $1.8 million in the bank, right, uh, is looking whatever. for a car or whatever. Yeah. So that's the holy grail. So what a, a big media company does now is go out and 
gather those statistics mm-hmm. and then kind of sell the rectangles saying, I, I swear to God, yep. if you tell me what to say, I can say it to the person that yes. looks like this. Yes. And Verizon knows a whole lot about its subscribers. Boy, it does it. Cell phone subscribers. And it's about to gain. So it's a synergy thing. And I mean, it makes like, sense. Um, my mom called me up. Yeah. Because now we're going to get to Yahoo. They acquired Yahoo. Your mom called you. Her mom called This me. is not a normal subject for her. No. My mom knows that I'm involved in a technology company. She, she called me up in a frenzy on the street and said, Rich, Verizon, which she understands is her phone, mm-hmm. bought Yahoo, which, by the way, she still uses because she keeps all her contacts in Yahoo Mail. And we should point out, too, like your mom is not a heavy technology user. She's not smart all. as a whip. Very smart. She's very, very smart. Like she runs businesses. She knows what she's doing. She's not tech savvy at all. But just not a technical person and kind of a little overwhelmed. Kind of a little overwhelmed. Take a minute and tell the story about the toolbars. Yeah. So my mom's computer was running real slow. And she said, Could you come and take a look at my computer? And I open Internet Explorer and I find, I think, six or seven toolbars stacked. Like there's not a lot of room left for the web page to render. It's just toolbars. And she has the Capital One toolbar because she thinks that's how she gets to her bank account. She mm-hmm. doesn't know. Like, that just made it easy. And she likes them. That's the irony of it. She doesn't view them as annoying or distracting. She's like, wow, this is really great. Look at all these things. I... First off, there's a sense of achievement. She installed software, and, and so she, she, she likes that stuff. There was all kinds of, like, spyware and malware on her machine because some of the toolbars I'd never heard of and they were pretty shady looking. Mm -hmm. So there was that. So she gets by and she calls me up and she says, I heard that Verizon bought Yahoo. Is this good for you? Was her question. Meaning I'm involved in a technology company. This might be a big deal for Rich. So Mm -hmm. she called me and said, you know, I don't know what this means, but it sounds like big news. And is this good news for you? And I said, Mom, it's really not, I don't think, relevant to me in any, any sort of way. And then she, she actually pieced it together. She's like, they're going to put Yahoo on my phone now, which actually is pretty much the plan. That is, I mean, <laughs> They probably the spend a lot of money doing analysis and whatnot about what they're going to do with this acquisition. But pretty much the plan is to put Yahoo on everybody's phones. <laughs> no, she nailed it. I mean, that's, so Yahoo has... Lots of stuff. Yahoo has Yahoo News. Yep. It has uh, sports. Lots of sports. It has that crazy- finance at Yahoo is one of the most, I think, if not the most visited finance site. It's crazy. Uh, they still got that big homepage. Yep. And uh, it also has Yahoo email. And Yahoo Mail is still yeah. still the real. For a lot of people, it's not a matter of wow, this is a terrible interface. That's not how they're thinking. They're thinking this is where my email is. This is where it's going to be. This is where I have to be. Right, and like my mom doesn't have any notion of exporting her email to some other. I mean, actually, provider. my father has tried like five email services. He's a, he loves to to try different yeah. services, but it's still yeah yeah no, yeah. yeah. It's and so still, it's worth noting that this is the Yahoo core assets. Like, so their investments in other things is not part of this deal. Like, the, their Alibaba investment is way more right. valuable, and they have these patent portfolio and so. And on. They have other assets and stuff. So this is a carve out for Verizon. That's true. There's billions of other dollars in Yahoo stuff. There's yeah. Yahoo Japan Yahoo that Japan. they have a large investment in. So, yeah. But the core business that when people were talking about like, what is Marissa Meyer going to like change and do? They were talking about this set of properties. Yeah. And this is kind of it. The The game is kind of over. Like It's now a holding company for a couple different assets once you divest 
yeah, this stuff. Yeah, the mission of making Yahoo relevant again in the face of Google and Facebook is pretty much done. So you think about it, Verizon's going to adopt these properties. One of them is Tumblr. Yeah, some well, of them, interesting. Some of them are going to get sold off and go away. Some will get sold off. Yeah, I mean, they're going to probably optimize it for whatever their strategy is, et cetera, et cetera. What would you do if I gave you Tumblr right now? Wow, that's a good question. Fix it. What's broken? It's busted. and It seems rickety in terms of the technology that's underneath it. It's slow. It's kind of buggy. Random page doesn't really work. Random page doesn't really work. I think a lot of things, I feel like it's dated. You know how like tech can get pretty brittle if you don't. So it's not really serving its users. It's not fast, not easy to search. Yeah. The functionality that's promised, it doesn't always land. Yeah. Okay, so that's you would fix that. That's and the I, first I, thing you would do. I don't know if they even took advantage of Tumblr. Did they ever get ads onto Tumblr? I don't even know how. Yeah, no, they did. There's tons of ads on Tumblr now. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't use Tumblr. I think that's another thing. I don't. I, my understanding is that the growth is I think, flattened. I think Tumblr users know, but you actually do use Tumblr. I do. Yeah, I use it for a personal storage area, but it's actually become unreliable because I only use it to file away YouTube videos, which often get removed. You're not very engaged with the community. I'm not, I, I don't even know what the notion of community is on Tumblr. So no, nobody's... Re- I don't share out and reblog and that whole mechanism is not a thing for me. Okay. so But yeah, I mean, it, that was a billion dollar purchase. This is telling, by the way. They bought Tumblr for about 1.1 billion mm-hmm. and they sold all of Yahoo. I think it was a little point. less. I think it was like 800 million, but it kind of went up. I don't remember exactly. Anyway, I think yeah. it was about a billion bucks. And, okay. and then... Now they just sold all of Yahoo for $5 billion. So that sort of gives you perspective. Here's another thing that can give you perspective. Yahoo turned down an offer from Microsoft in 2008 for $44 billion. That's $44 billion $2008, which is even more. <laughs> true, true. It's like um, $49 billion. That's, it's incredible. How, like when you go through those kind of timelines and see the decisions that are made, but I guess... We've all made we decisions. You've made decisions like that. I've made decisions like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's just hindsight, pro- but whatever. What I remember from that one in particular is, yeah, who was like, we're not going to go work for some stupid Microsoft. Yeah. And when you look at it now, like Microsoft has actually become essentially a very attractive company again in a lot of ways that it yeah. didn't used to be. Like the thing that Microsoft was turning up its nose at has changed quite a bit, at least in terms of PR and optics. Yes. And the community and culture that Microsoft has around shipping software, releasing things open source. Like at some level, Microsoft, which just bought LinkedIn, which is terrifying, almost feels like it would be better as an adoptive home for a Tumblr. Probably. Because it seems to care more about community. Probably. Here's the thing that's interesting, right? Like Verizon does not have a great sense of consumers. Like it's hard to get service and to get help from Verizon. It's a, it's no. a tense relationship. Yeah. They Community pro- is an alien notion to exactly. a Verizon. And what's funny is that like Microsoft's kind of getting its act together. Google, eh, a little tricky with Google Plus, but certainly things like Gmail and so on are in- incredibly effective. Yeah. Facebook and Twitter are, are just great An- at it. Another interesting tidbit, Yahoo tried to buy a very, very young Facebook for a billion dollars. Right. Which was turned down. Right. Way back when. I mean, it's interesting just to see... You don't even have to play it out. It's just everybody kind of knows what's going on. Yeah. Yahoo was like, oh, yeah, that looks real. We got to get in on that. And let's, let's spend a billion dollars. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I think at one point MTV tried to buy Facebook, too, for a billion dollars. That was like like different yeah. entities. They just saw. They see that spike, and they're like, okay, get in there. Yeah, and, and now it's over. That's it. So 
Yahoo, they, what they did is they took the part of Yahoo that you would call a media property. Yeah. Yahoo. Everyone made fun of me because I can't, apparently I can't pronounce Yahoo. I, you would think you're from South Dakota. I think it's a Pennsylvania thing. It's like, like I say, water. I think it's a Pennsylvania I've thing. Always, I mean, Pennsylvania. I've been saying it for 22 years. What's funny about this acquisition is it's, it has this sort of whiff of being kind of predatory. This is a, a company that's struggling. Well, and there were five people bidding. I mean, there were yeah. five organizations bidding for it. Like yeah, it was, it a, was real, a bidding process. Yeah. You got to wonder if like 20 years from now, Sprint will buy Google because Google is dying because something else showed up. Well, or Google will buy Sprint, right? Like we're, that, Those two are weird because Google's trying to build out the network and infrastructure. Yeah, but it, distribution. It's, its core remains that sort of search plus advertising product. That's yep. most of its revenue. And so like, this is a fundamental question. Right? The question has been is about Yahoo. is like, is this a media company or a technology company? And then gets bought by a network company. Right. You know, you see Google and Facebook are both trying to actually create enormous amounts of internet infrastructure. Like they're going to fly drones with solar panels in order to get people they Wi-Fi. They want to provide the information. Because right? they're worried about not controlling the network. That's a risk for them over sure. the 20, 30-year period. Yep. And they're looking at companies like with enormous market caps. Like I think Verizon's like $240 billion company. So it's not as big as Google or Apple, but it's also as close to them as you can get. Yes. It's an enormous... And, and it, they own... Distri- I mean, they are the channel. That's right. Literally, most of my Google experience comes through T-Mobile when I'm on the bus. Yep. Right? Like, the same is true. Like, I watch Netflix. It's either on Wi-Fi, which comes yep. through Optimum, yep. or it's through T-Mobile. So they are the gatekeepers. Yeah. You know, when I look at the sort of the reverse happened, when you saw content start to seep out of the cable box and into the onto the internet, you could see a very real threat towards the monopoly of cable, yeah. cable television. And then you see an acquisition like Comcast, which is, I think, if not the biggest cable provider in the country, one of the biggest, right. acquiring a content provider like right. NBC, right. which is essentially saying, listen, so what? I've got the channel. If I'm about to get you know, bypassed entirely, NBC is going to sell its content for $5 a month or $10 a month, like, I'm flat-footed. Right, so they just went in right in and got the content. They just went in and sort of closed the loop effectively. Well, I think if you're a giant company, you make defensive moves like that. Like, you like, have to. At there's that a conversation. Size? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a conversation for us to have about how Samsung is inve- is working on its own uh, mapping platform. Yeah, and you know, there's another good example here, which is that Time Warner owns HBO. Yeah, right. So here you have this giant sort of platform entertainment conglomerate, yep. and they have the hottest content producer in the world. Right. And no one... Key. Really, because yeah. eventually, I think they know that HBO... Which one is it? There's Go and Now. I think it's Now. Let's you... So you can now get HBO on your computer and your devices without cable. Yeah, there's you some... You can pay directly to HBO, which is There's some weird statement deal. got triggered in the spreadsheet, and they were like, okay, finally. Like, everybody knew that there was customer demand for that. Yeah. And it just sort of got to a point where they're like, okay, it can really work now. It's going to work okay. I'm we almost there. Out. I mean, I, I watch five or six channels on cable, and, and if I can figure that out, I, I can, you know, I pay a lot. For, I pay a hundred and something dollars you a like, month for You cable. like football, though. I do. Yeah, you I like do. sports. If I you do. like sports, I think you're pretty kind of caught up in cable for a while. Maybe. I mean, I, I think the NFL will eventually make their product available. But it's such a massive relationship. I don't know. Who knows? That's right. the thing. I said, well, I mean, I think if you're into a specific college yeah. team, you can often buy access to that college team. Yeah. Like if you're a UNC fan, you yeah. can like see those games online. I researched HD antennas. Oh, yeah. And it's a weird thing. We the have whole one. Thing we is, have one. We cut the cord. And we it's, don't, it works. It's we're fine. not... 
it's fine. It broke after like a month. We got a bad one. It's from RCA, but and RCA. Yeah, no, and we did have to like my wife yeah. would go up and reposition it from yeah. time to time to like get an episode yeah. to come in. She has a few things like the Oscars and stuff like that. Yeah. That she really missed. I don't miss anything because actually the really boring stuff that I tend to like, like the political conventions, are now getting covered by YouTube. Yeah. I am a little bit worried about having cut the cord so much if there's a big emergency in New York City. Yeah. Well, I'll call you. Good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just patch me in on your yeah. sling box. <laughs> I'll bring it in. It's funny. It's distribution and content, the value. It's two plus two equals five to a large extent, right? I mean, for distribution to be paranoid enough or willing to capitalize on content that can come in. I mean, Yahoo isn't golden content by any means, well, but, but there's I, a lot of value that is locked but away. But by there the definition of golden content, it, it kind of is, right? Like it's not hot or sexy in the way that, that we think of. Yeah. And we've kind of like come down hard on Marissa Meyer a lot, but she did this one thing. She set up a video product and hired some people to make new experimental kind of fun shows. Yeah. Some of them were great. There was one by Paul uh, Paul. F- Feig or Feig, I don't know how he pronounces his last name. He's the guy who did the new Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the characters in the new Ghostbusters came out of the show. He did this show... It was like a sci-fi space show. We'll put we'll put in the link. Original for Yahoo? That was great. It was actually just like a first-class dumb piece of TV. I loved it. I probably watched it twice. I don't even know about this. No, of course you didn't. Like that part didn't work and the video player kept breaking and it was all sorts <laughs> of stuff. But the reality is like they they did make an effort to create genuinely first-class content. I mean, they went and hired Katie Kirk. Right. That was the big move. But the problem, too, is like the Yahoo News brand is really just kind of associated with older people. They've hired some first-class journalists. Yep. Like, the, the thing is, is a, you, you don't get the sense that Verizon bought Yahoo because of its excellent former New York Times journalists. They bought right. it for the distribution and reach in a more spreadsheety way. Yeah. Because they, they kind of have to. It's how they see the world. Yeah. And, I think that's right. And so, but we are seeing this pattern, right, which is like you want to have control of the network. And then you want to have control of the content production. And then you want to have control over the kind of advertising and the media, the, the distribution of advertising as well. Yeah. And you want to be able to combine all of those things in a very complicated way, meaning that, like, I know who's paying for what. I know what bandwidth people are using. I know all this stuff. I have all these secrets. Yeah. And then, like, like AT&T, I'm going to jam my wallet app onto the phone so people can make transactions. Bring it together. The entity that sees this most clearly is probably Apple, right? Like everything that they do, they seem to be there earlier, even if it doesn't hit. Like Apple Wallet is not doing so well or Apple yeah. Pay. But at the same time, like they're, they're just going like, it's got to be there. We're going to yeah. make it work. Uh, yeah, I mean, because their distribution is first rate and massive. And also the profile of the Apple user is higher income. Than the Android user, so they're they're sitting on gold, right? I they mean, are, so. except that they are not going for the network in the same way. And this has been a criticism. I, I've read this somewhere. I can't remember where, but uh, you know, people pointed out that like Facebook and Twitter and so on, like they just use user data in order to create new products yeah. that people can then advertise on top of. And Apple Apple doesn't do that. Not really. And it's one of their kind of promises to the consumer that they're going to give you that respect. Yeah, and you could see it, right? They Except, sort of miss. They're not, that's not their wheelhouse. Their wheelhouse not. is great hardware, and they're still fantastically successful. But that is yeah. a real competitive threat to them because they don't have yeah. control over the wires. Yep, that's right. So it's it's tricky. I'm just I'm just happy that two relatively cheesy companies bought one another or came together. It's I fun. I don't know. As we keep talking about it, they're both horrible logos. 
It's all ridiculous. Uh, the current, Yahoo logo is not good. But the, look, as we keep talking about it, I start to see more and more grim intelligence in this decision. Yeah. I'm like, oh, because now they have everything. They're like, well, what if we need a really our own video platform? Well, Yahoo's got one. It's not great, but we yeah. can dust it off. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff in the bag. Yeah. And then totally. it's like, could this entity, like what else would it need to buy in order to be truly terrifying? If it bought Netflix, that would be truly terrifying. Yes. Um, yes. What else? What else is out there? Hmm. See, YouTube's already locked away. Like the Google properties, the Facebook, the Twitter properties. That's the thing. Are locked away. Those so are the ones that could be really. There's very few freestanding entities. Vimeo would be one. They could pull that out of IAC. Yeah. And like, not impactful. Well, it doesn't have that many. Netflix is way more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, not a lot. There's not a lot out there to, to pick up and take. No, there really isn't. It, it Things tend to find like their corporate home. They get Even, snatched up fast, right? Anything that seems to have any traction. You Snapchat? Know yeah, it's expensive too, but yeah. Yeah, it's true because they don't have a social network. That's what they're missing. Yeah. Uh, everybody needs to get one of those. So you need to be. You need to own the network, have a social network, have your own media, and have your own ad platform. No, but at the same time, you can't... The moment you wall off Snapchat for Verizon people or give some sort of distinctive functionality for Verizon people, it breaks. Yeah, well, they're also just not good at like that. You can't do it. They're bad at premium experiences. No, yeah. By the way, Verizon, wherever you are, you're in New York. You have a strong presence in New York. Postlight is a very, very thoughtful product studio that builds really first-rate experiences. Well, this is the tricky thing for us. We, we <laughs> run into this, right? We're talking, frankly, openly, and honestly about Contact these, at postlight.com. About these giant entities. <laughs> It's a little scary sometimes because we're kind of crypto reliant on them. Like, like if Verizon never calls us, because it won't. I but, don't know. It could. But if Verizon never calls us, we're okay. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, Verizon has an enormous amount of influence over our lives. Sure. And I sort of feel like we should be okay with just. Absolutely. There's a lot of opportunity to do it better. Yeah, that's right. That's and, all. But we see that about ourselves, too. Yeah. 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 We all have a Verizon inside of ourselves (laughs) that could give you better customer service. (laughs) That answers the phone. That answers the phone. That doesn't just transfer you to somebody. I I think we should close this out with a congratulations. Congratulations. To Yahoo, or as you call it, what do you say again? Say Yahoo. I say Yahoo. Yahoo. But what I really mean is Yahoo. Right. And Verizon. Congrats to uh, both companies, and may they be happy to, with one another and, and so on. I hope you guys have great metrics together. <laughs> All right, Rich. Look, let's get people out of here. They're busy. Contact at postlight.com is how you reach us. Yes. This is Track Changes, the official podcast of Postlight. We're a product studio in New York City. My name is Paul Ford. Rich Ziotti. And please, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast at uh, on iTunes, and we're also available in other places. That's right. Just go ahead and also check out trackchanges.postlight.com for our daily newsletter, mm-hmm. week, week daily. Um, we really appreciate our listeners. Uh, we do, I, and I, our we, readers. We love getting our uh, getting emails, and we actually welcome critical feedback. Sort of. Sort of. No, I mean, it it takes a minute. It takes a minute. It does. But if you... We come around. Yeah, we we listen to people, so get in touch. Yeah. Have a great week, Paul. Let's have a really good week out there. Let's do it. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.